Welcome, everybody, to Hear Her Sports. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Elizabeth Emery. This week, as a special treat, I have two guests on the show, Lele Amituanahi and Hannah Hall, two players from the brand-new Youngstown State University women's rugby team. It's currently a club sport. They have big goals and have been successful so far this first year of real competition. Having both players here on the show turned out to be perfect because one of their mottos is one team, one family. In our conversation, they energetically show their enthusiasm for the sport and for each other. Rugby is all about working together on and off the field. The game seems to be aggressive, which we do talk about, and yet every player I've ever met emotes about love of team, love of sport, love of competitors, and safety on the field. Team president Hannah and freshman recruit Lele are no exception. In this week's episode, Hannah and Lele talk about rugby, training, what it means to be aggressive, learning about nutrition, their two coaches and one conditioning trainer, fundraising, what they've learned in rugby, confidence, and what's next for them. You will hear in the episode how important team bonding has been and how that bond has led to such incredible hard work and dedication to the sport. Check out the episode notes to find a link to a documentary film, Into the Scrum, about rugby by Ryan Brown, an artist friend of mine who teaches at Oberlin College. This is the first episode with more than one guest, so I'd love to hear your impressions of our conversation and the format. Send me an email at elizabeth at hearhersports.com. Well, that's enough. Let's get going. Welcome, Hannah and Lele. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here in this tiny YSU podcast room in the library. Uh, why don't we start by having each of you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you got started in rugby, uh, how you found rugby. Awesome. So my name is Lele Amituanai, and I am currently a freshman at YSU, and I play rugby, and I've been playing ever since my freshman year of high school. And I started playing because my sister had she's older than me and she had started playing and I just one day joined one of her practices and been playing ever since and I really liked it and I enjoyed the sport and the atmosphere and the environment that the other girls bring and I just really like playing rugby. That's excellent. So let me ask you, is it unusual that your high school had a rugby team? Yes, yes. I, um, it was actually like a club sport too. So there was like other girls from different counties because like there wasn't enough at just the school. So it opened up for more other girls. And like in the whole state, we only had like six teams. So it was like kind of rare to have a girls rugby team anyway. So Was there any distinguishing feature or characteristic of <laughs> your teammates? Yeah, a lot of the, like a like a a lot of people would say like girls who play rugby are like super tough and it's like are pretty out there and like have a rebel instinct and whatever. So I guess you could say that that's what made them different and like they had an outlet and rugby was it and we all played and had the same goal to be a community and a unit as one. Well, I'm sure I'll have some more questions about being in high school and playing rugby, but let's get to you, Hannah. Okay, so. Um Currently, I'm a junior here at YSU. Um, I came in freshman year, and um, they didn't actually have rugby the first year I was here. So um, come sophomore year, I was kind of looking for some some way to compete and through college, and um, I found rugby. And they had started up, and I found them on the club sports, and it piqued my interest, so I tried it out, and I loved it, and I'm here now. Had you been doing sports prior? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, freshman year I tried out for the track team and had had made it on as a walk-on, but the atmosphere I didn't feel was uh, exactly right for me, so I just kept looking and trying new things. And What did you find on the rugby team that was right? Um, the culture and the social aspect was really, really great. Uh, we all came in looking for something new. You kind of have that uh, adrenaline and um, want to learn more. Just like whenever you're younger and you start sports as, at a young age, it's like th- you get to like relive that. And I felt really good. Uh, both of you talked about the culture of rugby. And again, I haven't played rugby. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about that and what exactly you mean and specifically what you find in rugby and maybe what you're not finding in other sports. Mm-hmm. So like for me playing rugby, like it was brand new to me, even though my sister had been playing. But like being on the field is different because like you have to have like a really close connection with the with your teammates and like you really can't play rugby by yourself and you have to um include your teammates and let them know that they like trust them when you are playing or like trust them to tackle or trust them to do their job and do what they can do on the field and also like 
um there's a thing called a social after every rugby game like both teams are coming together to just bond and like although you're hitting each other on the field then you can come after and have a social and be regular human beings just sitting there and talking and like that's at every single game after every single game they have a social so that's what I like about it. Is that true uh, in college and after college? If you continue playing after college, they have the socials? Yes. Oh, that's really interesting. Yes. Is it also true in male and men's rugby? Yes. Yep. Oh, that's Even fascinating. In, in both rugby worlds mm-hmm. for women and men. But I've been playing for like a club sport and I've been in like other tournaments out in Michigan and they did all did socials. So That's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. That's so unusual, don't you think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, for me, the culture, I think, has to do with the people that sign up and stick stick with rugby. Um, again, kind of like reiterating, the uh, uh, everybody comes with a certain goal and certain feel. Um, Lily mentioned like this rebel instinct, I don't know, kind of a group of people with like the same um, goals, wants, needs. They're all looking for something and you just find it in rugby. I don't know exactly what it is about rugby. Mm-hmm. It's just like you fall in love after you pick up that ball or after you make that first tackle and you like gain this confidence and um, all the people around you are kind of doing the same thing so I don't know the team uh, environment is just really really great to be around and it's kind of what addicting I would say. (laughs) Had you played uh, team sports prior to rugby? Yeah so through high school I actually played several sports Um, I even did two sports at a time being soccer and cross country Um, I also played basketball and track all through high school as well. So Hannah, you've been with the YSU rugby team right from the start. And so you've been involved in sort of organizing the team and recruiting and all that. So can you talk about how the team started maybe? And yeah, and maybe a little bit more too about how you got involved. Yeah, so last year was again our first year. Um, we played like a hybrid version of rugby because we didn't have the full amount of players to play a normal 15s. Um, so we played with, I think we had 13 girls. We played 10 on the field. Um, we won our three out of the four games, um, which was actually really impressive because starting up, we were really lucky to be even be able to be out there on the field. We have two coaches as well, which is actually really rare in rugby at our level. A lot of people just have like a paper coach. It's kind of like... Um, a babysitter they give them a paper and they do this workout or they do these drills and um, they're not really receiving feedback only just being told what to do we are very lucky to have two two really great coaches by our side through all of it tell me about your coaches our head coach is Jeff Horton and he is oh (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing (laughs) I don't know a lot about him but (laughs) he's a good man though He, he really he is a really good man and he he really um he really knows his stuff. He's he usually t- coaches the backs. Um, we also have another coach. Her name's Rebecca Trapp. She facilitates the forwards practice. They both kind of have these different looks at rugby that really benefit us. Each individual brings in, um, I don't know how to explain it, like what we need. So we're getting everything that we need and like we're benefiting um, some other, I know programs don't have what we get and it's just we're mm-hmm. what we're blessed to have that here on our team. Yeah. Lately, since you got recruited, tell yes. me a little bit why you about why you chose YSU, particularly since it was such a new program. <laughs> I mean, you're sort of taking an example that it all works out. Yes, definitely. And well, I'd have to say it was honestly because of Jeff. He was a very he's I don't know the first time I met him, he was very nice and was like really trying to get me to come to YSU. But I had already been committed to another school and. So I was just like, well, this guy's nice. And then I ended up holding the door open for him, like, on his way out. And I was like, okay, have a great day. And then he looks at me and was like, wow, thank you. And then later that night, he uh, gets a hold of my contact information and was like, at YSU, we are really looking forward to players that have good character and that are into, like, rugby and everything and that, like, we're here for their um, compassion for that. And, like, you just saying thank you and holding the door was what we needed to see and, like, we liked that. And I was, like, I was really impressed about that because it wasn't about my talent. It wasn't about the skill or, like, how I play on the field, but it was, like, about me individually and the kind of individual that I am. And 
I would expect that for the rest of the team since he is the head coach and that's what he sees in just like one recruit. So that's what I really liked about uh, YSU and I didn't feel that like the same atmosphere and the same um, um, the same openness with the other team that I had been looking into and it was just like really amazing how that one action can change like everything. Has it been me. what you expected? Yes, I really enjoy playing here and like all the girls are super friendly and just like I had came on a tour and everything and I just really enjoyed myself and I met some of the other girls and I was just like, wow, they're so nice and they're so great and like they're so positive and like at the other school that I went to, it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh, you're, I know like you're a good player, you're, you, you'll do this and you'll be good on the team and like if I jump in real quick, sure. uh, whenever Lele came, I don't know who who had walked past her first, but she was just walking around campus with one other girl on our team, and out of nowhere, we just walk through campus and we pick up like four girls as just by walking, <laughs> and we're like, oh my gosh, this is she's on the rugby team too, like this is Lele, we're, and we just like kind of gathered almost our whole entire team and just like walked around and we we walked through all of the field houses together and it just it was so great seeing her smile and like we're all having laughs and mm -hmm. I don't know it just was kind of moving from the very first time we had a recruit come to YSU uh, for rugby yeah that, that's pretty cool and you were pretty slim team before this year right yeah, yeah we had 13 girls for our first fall semester last year and then for the spring semester we only had I think eight girls so we really like kind of lost people yeah we were slim pickings for sure <laughs> <laughs> and so now you have a full team we do we have a full team um I think our roster is 19 or 20 and nine of them are recruited freshmen and they they do have they are offered scholarships as well do you see any difference between the people who were recruited and the people who have been here in terms of you know the abilities that they bring or don't bring um honestly I think that the only major difference is like their prior knowledge on rugby it's kind of cool to have some I don't know. They they just feel their flow of the game is really really mm -hmm. good and really, um, uh, I don't know. It clicks whenever you they brought straight to our team. They kind of just clicked right with us. We only had one year of experience prior to them joining with us, but they have already had like four to six years. Some of the girls did, but in competitive atmosphere, I think that we were well versed with college sports. Mm -hmm. So I think that we really benefited from that first two semesters of us playing and. So I think right now we're kind of all at an even ground. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Like for me as coming in as a freshman, we're all in the same boat that we haven't played rugby as one together and I haven't played on a college level. So it was like really awesome to see like all these other girls that are there to help me and that although they only had one year uh, experience, they were on a, like a higher level than me. So like it was nice to see that we could help each other grow. And like so far it's been a great experience and a good like, um, Hannah here she's like my little um, she helps me with uh, my rugby and as, as well so I like that what have you seen is the difference between the high school rugby and the college rugby um, definitely more commitment and more time consuming and like like for my club sport it wasn't as serious and they didn't like take it as serious but we still played the games and the people still showed up to practice but it wasn't as like hard on you and it wasn't as like this is what you have to do. Although it's still like a club sport here, you still have to take it more serious and take more of your time to do each activity and do what you have to do to be together as a team and come together as one. Well, that's a great segue to practices. So talk to me about like really specifically what your practices are like and how much you're training and what you're doing maybe off season. So anything that you wanna add? For our practices, we have two morning practices that are an hour long and we do conditioning. It's just solely cardio, kind of working your body. And sometimes we do form work. So making sure that we're doing preventative motions and like walkthroughs. Um, so you don't get injured. Yeah, so oh, we've been doing awesome. that. Yes, um, she's even making us workouts now. So we can do like four week plans, mm -hmm. which is really great. Outside we're lucky to have her. and conditioning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Tori. Um, <laughs> So she's a special uh, strength and condition coach. Yeah, Campus Rec is our facilities, is what we go through. She trains us directly through that, and she 
makes her own workouts and plans for us and she, it's technically open to all club sports but right now rugby has been the only one to utilize her so she really she's been really great and and really focused on us and yeah helps us with all the things she's like if we had a hard game the day before she lets us do yoga yeah we or, did yoga it was yeah. nice. so it was really nice and relaxing and like all of our bodies were sore so it was a good push through to mm-hmm. get to be able to do that yeah um outside conditionings we do we have two days a week that we do just normal rugby stuff so rugby practice um two hours each time we meet um outside of that we have recovery days on sunday so it's another two hours of like more preventative work we're doing stretching we're kind of going over film um if we are uh if that's available to us and kind of like a rundown of what we're going to be expecting for the week to come Cool. That's great. On the field, what what are your practices like? Um, <laughs> practices. If we, our work rate is not right, Jeff will make sure we get oh, ourselves yeah. together and we'll start working hard. Like um, we did a drill where we had to do repetitive bag hitting and like we had to go on the ground, pop back up, hit the bag, go down, pop back up, hit another bag, go down, pop back up and hit another bag. And we had to keep doing that until everybody had made sure their work rate was like at 100% mm-hmm. or more oh, yeah. and kept on doing it. And uh, that's just that's just like one of the things that we do there. And like, It's called the gauntlet. The gauntlet, yes, yeah. there we go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, girls, please. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of hard work, but like at the end of the day, we we're all paying for it and it was um, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, we've been in a few articles, actually, and our our coach really focuses on work rate. You'll see that in almost anything that my coach <laughs> says. It's work rate, and his other favorite word is continuity. continuity. So, like, we really have to be, like, with each other, and, like, that's, like, the click environment, you know, how we, would, we just clicked so well together. It's because he's really focused on that continuity aspect. So we're doing reps. We're making sure we're doing things on time and, mm-hmm. like, with each other. It's... It's really important that we do that. Otherwise, we're going to continue doing the drill. And it's, yeah, kind of gives everybody a drive to to accomplish what they need to be doing. What's work rate? Do you just mean my effort level? Yeah, like effort, like how much effort and how willing you are to do things that you're supposed to be doing and making sure you're Mm -hmm. doing it um, 100% all the time. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) what positions do each of you play? I play fullback, and that's basically like did the last line of defense and I'm a back so like I'm considered fast but I don't know but I also like I also like to tackle people so that's why I'm also in the back line and I'm very important on attack to make sure there's open spaces and get gaps and then I'd get the ball and run through what makes you a good back speed speed yes (laughs) most definitely okay I would also I think like reading the field yes yes being able to read the field though. Yeah. yeah. I think like forwards they have this like um they're doing like real fast reps in the middle of the field and making the tackles and being mm-hmm. like our big parts. We're the soft parts of the team and we kind of do like the the sneaky little plays in the back, you know. Um they're doing lots of like the hitting and like the pushing through tackles and stuff. I think that's like the difference. And you, mm-hmm. Hannah? Yeah, and I'm uh the scrum half, which is also number 9 a lot of times positions are matched with a number and that's how you can tell who's playing on what position so i am like the facilitator of the ball so i get to like take it out of of a tackle that was made i take it from the person and i facilitate it i give it to the backs usually mm-hmm. or i'll like decide hey it goes to the forwards that's kind of what i'm doing um other than that i'm like communicating like that's another major um, role as a scrum half is like communicating with our forwards and our offensive defense and what makes you a good what are you again you're a scrum scrum half half. (laughs) what makes you what makes you a good scrum half other than being scrappy i would say um being a good communicator like that's the most important i need to be able to make sure i'm communicating and making the Mm -hmm. right decisions quick and efficiently i also think it's really interesting that you're very small and i think that's one thing that's really exciting about rugby is that you don't all have to be the same size Mm -hmm. and shape yep yeah, um, I actually get that a lot. Every time I mention to somebody, like, I play rugby, and they're like, oh, what? How? I'm <laughs> like, well, I mean, you don't have to be, like, a certain body type to play rugby. We had a girl, actually, we have a girl right now, I think that she's right on the line of five foot. I'm five, four and a half. But there's girls ranging all the way, like, we have a girl that I think is, like, six foot 
on our team. And obviously she's a forward because she like she makes those hits. She's good at tackling. But mm-hmm. there's always a position on the field, no matter what your size, what your your body type or anything like that. And it's it's amazing because so many other sports out there you can really tell like you can look at people and like tell what sport they're in and in rugby you wouldn't guess if they that they play rugby mm-hmm. you would just it's like something that's brought up i don't know it's i think it's important it's yeah. just so versatile that anybody like once you once you um get to play then you're just like really intrigued like she said mm-hmm. in the beginning that once you start like it's just like an addiction and you got to keep going and like another thing is that it's hard to explain but until you like get out there and like you start watching or you start playing then it's just like all really clicks and it's all like mm-hmm. better it's confidence yes that's like and i think <clears throat> rugby honestly it has made me more confident as a person mm-hmm. playing rugby and i think that is something to be said about the sport in itself yeah and, and that was one question i wanted to ask you lately is since you played in high school did you notice sort of increased confidence yeah for me like Rugby did give me a lot of more confidence. Like, I actually did not expect myself to be playing rugby this long because I was just like, okay, it's just a high school thing. And then everybody was like, yeah, I think you should do it in college. I was like, I'm not really sure about that. And then I found it, and I just keep going. I keep going. I keep telling myself, I'll stop, I'll stop. But, like, there's something about it that I keep liking it, and I keep finding myself wanting to do more. And, like, I just really love when I see, like, other people, like, if they have, like, a rugby shirt and that I don't know, and I'm just like – oh, you play rugby, and I just, like, find a good connection with that. It just helped me open myself up to, like, other opportunities, and, like, I got to go to other camps out in Michigan because that's where I'm from, and, like, I got to go. uh, I was in a tournament that went out into Indiana, and it was just, like, a really good exposure for me, and, like, it helped me meet other people from different teams in my city and in my state, so I really like that about it, too. Do either of you want to answer the question about sort of the difference between the perception of rugby and the reality of rugby? Is it as aggressive and violent as, you know, as it's portrayed? Actually, me and Hannah were talking about this the other day. She's like, actually, like, when you get on the field, you don't feel yourself being that aggressive. You're just like, it's just kind of the thing that you have to do and you know how to do it. You know how to tackle. Mm -hmm. You know how to run hard with the ball and, like, you know how to get hit. So, like, when it happens, you don't feel like, like, another thing is, like, all the adrenaline. So you don't Mm -hmm. feel like you're being aggressive, but it just looks that way, like, like, Uh, I know for me, like, my mom was always, like, upset when I'd get down, and, like, she's like, oh, my gosh, you hit the ground so hard, and then she's like, oh, but you pop back up, and I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, mom, I'm fine, and, like, she's just, like, screaming on the sideline, or, like, thinking that I'm gonna stay down for the whole time, I was like, no, mom, I gotta keep going, and then she's like, oh, my gosh, that's sport, and I was like, no, (laughs) so, it's kind of like, um, you just, you get back up, and you shake it off, and you just keep going, Mm -hmm. but, I don't know. I think that through phases of rugby, you make a tackle or you get hit so hard and people on the sidelines are like, ooh, or whatever. <laughs> but honestly, like that happened to me this last game. I just remember like hitting this huge girl and just bouncing off of her. And I was like, oh, well, that was a failed attempt at a tackle. <laughs> and I just get back up and I get back in the line and like I know what I have to do after there. So I'm like, just next thing. One, two, three, next task, next task, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. But I think that's like, the real thing about rugby is opposed to the perception. So as scrum half, again, with like that confidence thing, I have to be really assertive whenever I'm telling people to move and stuff. So as my job, they call it scrappy. There's other words they they like to use in that. But I'm literally like grabbing girls by their jerseys and I'm throwing them into position because you kind of have to do that in rugby because there's so many things going on. And of course, it's like a really, really great outlet to kind of blow off that that steam that you have built up there for you know x y and z reasons but i don't know outside of that it's like it's just it's really great i know like for hannah like in the beginning they're always like hannah you gotta yell you gotta yell and she's like i don't want to and then like you get to the game and she's like okay get over there get on the other side you're not doing it i was like oh Hannah, you do know how to yell, but it's just like in practice, she won't do it, but you know, she knows how at the game. So I feel like for me, like aggression was a lot, like a big thing with me. Cause I really, I really actually wanted to do boxing, but then my parents were like, no, you want a team sport. We want a team sport. So I was like, okay, I'll do rugby. Cause my sister was already doing it. And then I just like really liked I don't know I really enjoyed tackling people so I guess that aggression helped come out of me and it was like okay that I knew how to do it it was a safe manner so like 
I was fine with hitting a girl and she being down and I got to kept going and like being able to run hard or mm-hmm. doing whatever I had to do. So yeah, um, even with like the aggression aspect, there is, I won't say there's too aggressive in rugby, but there is <laughs> like, you kind of find yourself being so like, oh my God, I need to be here. I need to be there. And like, mm-hmm. you're just so focused that you're kind of like, you can't hear the people behind you. So like whenever you get to the point of like, um, air quotes too aggressive it's like you kind of have to find yourself like chill out a little bit because then you're kind of seeing like what am I doing what am I doing I want to be the one to take this ball always and that's kind of like good and bad rugby is like too too aggressive and then just being aggressive as just like it's part of you you know and kind of finding that click on click off switch of, of play yeah so so you guys are in the season now so how have the games been going what have you been learning what do you think um it was actually a lot of fun my first game i was really nervous but we ended up winning and our record is two and one right now and oh that's good yes yes are you pleased yes we're actually number 17 and the d2 d2 league division i think yeah. yeah and so um, that was pretty exciting though on the first game. I don't know. I just like getting back on the field with all these girls that I've been practicing with that I didn't know beforehand and being able to just play with them and like see what everybody's about and like get a feel mm-hmm. for like the college level was a lot of fun and it was a lot of um, it was very different for me because like one it's 80 minutes playing rugby and in high school it's I think it was just like 60 so it was 20 minutes more that's a big than difference usual. yeah so mm-hmm. it was a lot longer than I expected and I was like okay but gotta kept going and yeah even on my side like all of us that have continued through last year were returning players it was really great to see all of the people that we've been practicing with for so long to like finally be put on this field together and like just show them what we had and kind of we really stood up for ourselves and it was really great great to see that happen so quickly from from the very start um yeah but other than that yeah we're putting in a lot of good time and and work right now what are your goals for the year (laughs) (laughs) our our coach he likes to answer with we want to win our conference so our like our first year being actually invited into our league he wants us to win or be like as close to winning as possible um other than that we're kind of just looking to recruit and um broaden the game of rugby you know share it with everybody anyone that we can um especially women's rugby it's important to yeah it's really important because people are so turned off from that like thinking it's aggressive too aggressive for them is it realistic winning the conference um our coach thinks it is and because he thinks it is, of course, I think it's possible. It's most definitely possible. It's most possible. definitely possible. As long as we just stay confident in ourselves and as a team, you know, team. it's mm-hmm. our continuity needs to be really great. <laughs> so what are you guys working on in between now and when the, I get, are they playoffs? <laughs> yeah, yes. 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 We're honestly, we're just putting Working in reps. Pl- yeah. Yeah. And we're started, we're kind of facilitating plays we had for our first three games we had like a normal set of plays Mm -hmm. that we've been running but now he's added and switched plays taken other plays out seeing what's working so we're getting into the flow of like where we should be so hopefully Mm -hmm. and I think also with like being able to play three games in now Mm -hmm. so we know like other people's and other players assets and skills and we're going to utilize that Mm -hmm. and be able to hit them hard with that and be able to do good things with the our assets that we have now and be able to go hard in the field yeah and um well we've been saying I've been saying personally like Mm -hmm. we want to play real rugby the right way as in like we're making effective (laughs) tackles and we're making those plays like perfect from the beginning you know Mm -hmm. we we don't want to like mess up too many times that's why we're doing so many reps and so we're learning how to safely tackle we're learning how to safely be tackled which is also another important thing and how we as um people that are carrying the ball can facilitate where we want to be as soon as a tackle is made and i think that like fine-tuning those things are really what makes you a successful rugby player in the end and are you each individually working on weaknesses Yes. Always. Always. (laughs) For me, I specifically want to get faster. Like, there's no problem with being fast, but 
being faster uh, is going to help a lot as being a fullback and also with being able to truck big girls uh, as I'm running hard. And another individual goal of mine is to become a mentor for other girls through rugby and if like help them see that they can come and play. They don't have to be scared and that it's a good environment like how I found it and I like really enjoy myself and enjoy the person who I am when I'm playing and everything like that. Um, well, I think that for me, um, I'm doing better with communicating, but I always could be better at communicating. I'd say making quicker decisions, but also them being like the right decision. So like not just making that quick decision, but like acknowledging that it's the right decision and when and how to do it. So I think that is where I need to focus on. You talked about recruiting and you know, sometimes it can be difficult to recruit women. Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of issues are you fighting against? Um, Well, as like a returning player, it's kind of hard to find like those, um, the people that are going to be there through all of it, you know, through all of the hard days, all of those training, all of like the losses, that grind of like getting those people in. I can't remember what our coach says, but it's like, 20% of the people are usually how many people that you get to stay. So you can like recruit like 100 people, only getting 20 people to come back. And then after that, it's like another like slim pickings through those people that stay. So um, it is really hard to find those girls that are aggressive, are wanting to put in this much work because we have so many conditioning days and so many practice times. It's just hard for us to find those, the right ones, you know, and... I think that's Mm -hmm. like our hardest trouble right now I agree and I'd also say that like recruiting people and like telling them they're like always like oh what's rugby and then you explain to them oh you gotta tackle you gotta do this they're like oh I'm scared I don't know I don't want to do that and then I'm just like well you learn how to tackle you learn how to fall you learn Mm -hmm. how to do all these things that prevent from any injury or anything Mm -hmm. like bad to happen so then they get turned off quickly but then you gotta like she said (laughs) you gotta keep on picking and choosing like who do you think would like this but I think really like listening to what rugby is i would be turned off too and like yeah. uh, i don't i don't want to do that but like once you get into it and like actually come to a practice or come to a game or come to like something to involve yourself in the actual sport like anything it would help more than just like listening to someone say like you tackle a girl and then that's about it and you don't have any pads or protection so uh you're basically just going out there like free will but like no (laughs) we actually help you and teach you how to do it so you're not gonna die you're not gonna (laughs) get too hurt hurt and like you won't feel it until after the game or after practice so that's how i feel about recruiting like it is hard but you also like like you also gotta I feel like it's all in the approach and like if you just like come off like oh yeah it's a hard sport then they're just going to be really scared or like yeah I don't want to do that I don't I don't know what you're talking about I never heard this before Mm -hmm. and that's that's like uh for my high school team that's like a lot of things that the girls are saying they're like I've never heard of it before I don't want to try it or like (laughs) it's it sounds too like aggressive I'm not sure like it sounds too tough and like things like that but like it really, like, you really just got to apply yourself to it. Like, yeah. Coach Trapp likes to say the easiest way to get better at rugby is to watch rugby. So mm-hmm. what we would tell, like, the girls is you don't have to jump into a practice right from the beginning. It's like, come and watch us. Come and see us play. Come and watch us practice. Whatever you got to do in order to, like, get them at least interested. It's hard mm-hmm. to get somebody to want to come out and, like, just watch because they feel weird on the sideline, you know. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think really watching is the important part. Yeah. That's how we get people to stay. The people that do watch and the people that do like, oh my gosh, this is like so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I've even had a girl talk to me saying that she's always wanted to play football. And she's like, there's never anywhere I could play it. And, you know, my family didn't really like it as an option, but I see rugby and it's like, it's big here and you guys are doing so well and I would really like to come try Mm -hmm. out. So we might have somebody coming in that I'm already recruiting. Yes. And she actually reached reached me, and I was like, "Oh, who 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 is this?" And it's it's just really great because like we're getting our name out there, and like that's what it means is like we're being mm-hmm. noticed. We're like we're finding people; they're finding us. It's it's amazing like seeing how this process works because we're like reaching mm-hmm. so many um, people with how we're networking and communicating right now. 
How's the support at, at school at uh, Youngstown State? Right now, we actually have a partnership with Adidas and mm-hmm. the World Rugby Shop, which is really great. We have nice uniforms, so we look so fancy. Your uniforms <laughs> are nice. Oh, it's so great. And we have, and I ha- practice jerseys. We have too. practice jerseys and shorts and pants. And my book bag is like, it says why rugby on it. Um, and I'm walking around and people are like, oh, wait, we have a rugby team at YCU. And it's like, well, technically we're a club sport, but we have it here. And if you're interested to even like a lot of the guys will come up and like oh my gosh I didn't know we had rugby like yes Mm -hmm. tell your friends come see us like oh my gosh it's free it's the best thing you can do (laughs) like on a college budget it's free and it's fun so we have a lot of support from a lot of people at least I know and um like my business college so many people know about it they they come up to me and ask me um after the press conference literally like 20 mm-hmm. minutes after it was like advertised out and they were like oh my gosh you're the the rugby yeah. president i was like oh <laughs> yeah i'm like in my sweats and i'm like oh okay mm-hmm. but yeah it's really fun to like have people actually acknowledge us and um people from other sports or like actual varsity sports here at ysu are mm-hmm. also starting to notice us like the track team and the football team and even like the hockey club team they're pretty big they're not varsity but they're big enough to like be fancy and stuff. <laughs> yes. so it's kind of impressive at this level that we're, we're kind of reaching but right now it's students running the organization and we're we're lucky to have a coach and he does a lot of like the um, administrating and the coaching stuff he makes he contacts people to play games and stuff that's really what he does but um, on the flip side we have an e-board president secretary treasurer vice president we're doing so many things behind the scenes we're we're doing everything that would be easy for other people to do if they were at a varsity level Mm -hmm. yeah you have to raise your own we have to like raise our own funds we actually have to do volunteer work and stuff we have to find our own sponsors we have to um do so many steps that like other varsity sports don't have to do because they have people to do those jobs like from hired by the university and stuff that's like sounds like a just you know, adding another layer to doing a college sport. The fundraising? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it is. And, like, again, like, that's why it's, like, so hard to get people to stay is because you're doing so much more work than you really think that you're supposed to be doing. And, um, yeah. Are either of you having trouble sort of getting schoolwork done and going through practices? I did at first because I didn't know how I'd balance it. And, like, I was new to rugby, so I wanted – to focus more on rugby first and then but then I reminded myself that I'm a student before I'm an athlete (laughs) and I had to get my schoolwork done and I had to uh, make sure I was there on time Mm -hmm. and I applied myself to all my classes and studied first and um, Jeff is even okay if you like need a Work, like need to do your homework at practice or you need to study or Mm -hmm. you need to stay in uh, at your place to like study for an exam or take time off and be able to do that so that's good too yeah it's not preferred but yeah it happens because we mm-hmm. we want you to stay with us and obviously if you're so overwhelmed with like doing all of these things he wants rugby to be as easy and as like something that you want to come and do not like you have to come and do it so like I think that's why he like makes those exceptions whenever things get really hard and really tough but other than that it's like I me personally, since I'm the president of the club, I have to attend meetings and make sure paperwork's in and all of the forms are completed and in a timely manner. Um, I also work two jobs outside of rugby and then in classes. <laughs> I know, I know, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. And um, But when it comes down to it, I do it because I love it and it's really fun. And it kind of, I kind of sound dramatic saying I love it so much, but because it's only I've only been playing it for a year but it just it's like I don't know it just feels so right being here and doing all of this stuff Mm -hmm. and all this work it feels like it's the right thing to do and I want to do it what are your long-term goals personally for rugby or any way you want to (laughs) answer five years from now ten years from now oh the five-year thing okay well I hope that I graduate (laughs) In in May of 2020, that is my goal. Trestle told me to make it my goal. <laughs> Trestle is the president of YSU, and whenever he tells you something, you gotta you listen. Gotta so, <laughs> um, I hope to be out of here by then. Um, rugby wise, 
I would love to continue to play and I know that wherever I go there's rugby so if I were to take that route I know that my coach trap she is really versed and knows so many people all around the U.S. wherever I go she has like connections and I don't know it's always like a friendly environment so Mm -hmm. I know it'll be easy wherever I go. And what are you studying? I'm studying advertising and public relations, and it's a business major at YSU. Hopefully, I I need an internship, so I don't quite know which part of advertising or public relations that I want to get into yet. I just know that I want to do it. <laughs> do you want to stay in the area? Um, no, I don't want to stay in the area. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to go? Um, honestly, I've always kind of had this, like, um... I've always wanted to go to a city. I don't know quite which city that I want to go to yet, whether it be East Coast, West Coast, like middle of nowhere. I don't know. But I know that it's definitely the city place is the place to be, especially as an advertiser. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Can I ask you why you were like, no, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> um, Not Ohio. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like from Ohio. I have family that is vi- like on the edge, o- very eastern part of Ohio. And I feel like we've been stuck there so long and I have family right on the edge of PA western PA and there's like this like fine circle of like 30 miles that my entire family lives and I want to like leave that bubble you know kind of be the be the one that kind of like does it and I'm like the first one in my family in my direct family I would say other than one of my aunts who has attended college you know so I kind of have this like big dream of like going somewhere fancy or somewhere mm-hmm. like I can make it you know and I just want to finally have that feel of being thrown into a big city and kind of like doing it all immediately you know I think that's really cool you know what one thing that I didn't mention earlier was when you were talking about aggression and all that kind of stuff that a word that I really like lately is adventure yes. and that's what perfect adventure like. that is yes, yes. Yeah. very <laughs> adventurous yes that's exactly I don't know uh, that's the word that I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a business major as well in human resource management. And um, my long-term goal is to graduate 2022. And after that, um, find a good job. And I don't really know where I want to go from there. But I do know that a long-term goal through rugby, I want to play overseas for rugby and maybe for the black ferns one day hopefully but i gotta train hard enough and keep focus on that and that's a hard goal for me keep doing those broncos keep Mm -hmm. um, keep doing it and (laughs) trying to so that's where i stand with it but i'd want to i'd want to get out of ohio too and I was from, and Michi- you're from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Michigan, and like I didn't even like it there. So I was like, yeah, I want to go to a city. And then they're like, Youngstown. I was like, interesting. And you're, you're gonna have that bumper sticker <laughs> plastered on there. It's gonna say stuck in Ohio. And I'm gonna definitely be stuck in Ohio. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad place to be. It's just like you feel comfort whenever you come to Ohio. You feel like you're su- mm-hmm. in like such a deep pocket that you can't leave. And like you know, I want to just like. Here comes the sun. And just want to be free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Ohio is a good place to stay for a while, but then you got to go somewhere else to Yeah, otherwise you're stuck in a comfort zone and you're never going to want to leave. It's like the friend zone. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Jokes. What gave you the uh, get up and go or whatever it is to to want to oh, go to college? Okay, well, I have a twin sister, and it's kind of been like not necessarily a competitive life between us, but we've always kind of just been like bouncing off each other for our entire lives, and like we've always had these like she wanted to go here and like do these all of these great things, and I was never able to like do the great things that my sister did because she was always like the adventurous, the social butterfly. If you would have saw me like three years ago, I could not talk to you like this. Like, no way. (laughs) Something happened, I think, right before my senior year. And I said, all right, I guess I do really want to go to college. And I really do want to see where I can go and take my skills somewhere else and kind of find where I was meant to be. And I totally had figured that that as soon as I made the choice to come to college, that's it. And, like, once I've done that, the next step is, like, where else can I go? And, like, find another place that I, I, I will succeed in being. I want to go back a little bit to training. Do you do weightlifting, you guys? 
Um, no. no. Not as, like, a team thing, but it's mostly on your own, and if you can, then go ahead and do mm-hmm. it. But Tori did give us a set workout to yes. do. and a we- She just gave us, like, a four-week program kind of thing mm-hmm. that we can go outside of practice and conditioning to do because we aren't given like a workout room we have access to the campus rec which is like open to everybody at everyone who's a student at YSU and professors but we kind of focus on like body weight stuff like form um uh, cardio is a really big thing because we need to like be able to run and in practice you're not like doing as much running as you should be through the week because again it's an 80 minute game and you need to be able to run so that's why we're doing it through conditioning we're doing those kinds of things through through that but it's fun because a couple people kind of like partner up with somebody and they'll go to the gym together someone's who yeah. they're, who's that kind of like mm-hmm. their weight uh set abilities it's kind of like a fun match whenever you find that person and like kind of just go and yeah. do it mm-hmm. what, what will you do during off season and will it be part of the team or will it be individual so through the school year we actually have we're going to be on season through fall and spring semester so there's never going to be technically an off season for us which we're kind of lucky for. I mean, some it's a love-hate relationship with it because you're just putting the work <laughs> in through the yeah. entire year. Will you have games in the spring also? Yeah, I think it'll be sevens. So it's going to be like a... It's uh, shorter team. Yeah. Shorter team, or smaller team. So now teams. you're doing 15s. Yeah. Right now we're doing 15s, okay. yes. Is that typical? Uh, 15s in the fall and sevens in the spring? For men, it's different. It's the other way around. But for, oh. uh, for girls, I'm pretty sure it's the same because that's how it was at my high school. That 15s were in the fall and then sevens in the springtime oh i did not know that mm-hmm. yeah and will some so i interrupted you but will some girls leave the team for the spring or everybody will stay on and i really hope that people don't leave us in the spring that would be really sad <laughs> but it's good to have as many numbers as we can because in the springtime whenever you're playing a sevens match it's it's still only two halves but each half is only seven minutes so you're only playing a 40 14 minute game and you're not playing just one mm-hmm. game. It tends to be like three games, sometimes more than that. So it's still good to Got have it. all of those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. But different different abilities are needed for the 15s and the 7s, right? It's a faster game. Yeah, 7s is kind of a faster game. Yeah. But I would say 15s is a more strategic game because um, it's fun whenever you get a 7s team that's all forwards versus a 17 <laughs> that's all backs. It's kind of fun, kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot more work on the sevens team because everybody has to know how to do everything because you never mm-hmm. know when like There's you're gonna get thrown into this position or not yep. because like when I played sevens oh, over the summer I had to do a forward position which I was not ready for and I'm a back and I've only played back all my like all years and then they were like okay you can be a forward for a sevens I was like I've never done this but they're like well you're gonna learn because everybody on the sevens team is gonna learn how to do everything so that helps to be more versed in in um, different things for 15s as well like 15s mm-hmm. you're more set to do like just like just one position or just uh just to do a forward job or just to be a back job so it's a lot faster pace uh, mm-hmm. as a sevens game than it is a 15s how much do you guys work on strategy and how much do you, does Jeff talk to you about strategy uh, we do strategy a lot mm-hmm. we end up breaking up through practice and we split the backs and the forwards and um it kind of gives us like a well immersed kind of like what we're doing. We have, we actually, he actually gave us a strategy guide that he put together mm-hmm. himself. And so we went out of like and learned those. Are Ma- they set plays? Um, yeah. yeah, but we have actually just three games and we just like altered some of them, kind of seeing what was working, what wasn't working. Sure. And I think that's really beneficial to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but every practice we're doing strategy. Do, does the team, does Jeff, do you have a sort of a st- strategic philosophy a strategic what do you mean i have no idea (laughs) (laughs) but it seems like you know a team could have certain characteristics that made like if your team is really fast then your strategy would be to be about speed or if your team was really big or something you know something like that oh kenya Maybe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's secret okay we have a secret stuff that we're doing don't reveal that (laughs) but um oh uh, so our strategy is pretty much like when a forward gets the ball, the next play usually goes to the backs. That's like mm-hmm. the only like real strategy that we kind of continuously will implement. But the reality of it is, is like um, it, it doesn't always happen that way. But 
um strategy wise it's pretty much just oh hitting hitting their hard or hitting their soft parts with our hard parts so like as long as we're confident and we're moving fast and we're running Mm -hmm. hard and on the ball all the time um we're definitely gonna hit some soft parts of theirs with our hard parts and it's gonna be in hurt it's gonna be (laughs) 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 eye-opening yep and uh who is doing the strategy is that you and or is it jeff calling from the sideline so so typically um would you say that rugby coaches don't necessarily make the decisions right like from the sideline so they're kind of the ones that are um after the game they're helping and they're kind of like noticing mm-hmm. like whenever somebody needs to be out or somebody needs to be put in the game sometimes you'll hear him calling something like that we're not seeing but that's like that hardly happens for me i'm doing a lot of the um play calling so we have a fly half who is whenever i take the ball out of like the tackle or uh, it's called a ruck i'm gonna say it's, it's whenever i take it out of the ruck um after it's presented to me i will pass it to my fly half and they're the person that is calling the plays for the backs so she is the one that's like kind of telling the players what play that they're running um i'm just deciding on if it's going to her or if it's going to go to a forward that's set up to my hip or something like that right Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah it's like kind of like the two of us that are communicating with what plays are going on and Lele, what do you think about when you're thinking about strategy or do you in your position are you having to think about strategy tracking that's what i have to do like what's that where you have to know where the ball is going to be at where is it going if it's on your side or like the other team has it then you want to make sure like because since i'm all the way in the back of the field i want to make sure like people are in their position enough to like block them or like get the tackle or cover the gaps in the space where it needs Mm -hmm. to be so like I'm usually the one like reading the field when they're like telling the plays and like if the ball is out then I want to make sure that I'm following where the ball is going or like Mm -hmm. who's it going to on the end and I want to make sure like somebody's over on the end to cover it or like yelling out like somebody get there somebody get there like come over there like Hannah they need help over here like saying like making sure people are in like their position on the field and yeah, and we're really lucky to have <coughs> Lele because she's mm-hmm. so good at reading the field. Like things that me as a scrum half and my fly half maybe didn't haven't noticed or other players that we aren't hearing what we're saying, she's the one that's communicating to them. And like it's like it's really great to have Lele mm-hmm. because um she does a really good job at fullback. It's just like really great to see somebody who has like mm-hmm. this broad view of it all and she just she's kind of like the eagle's view. So yeah, eagle's eye, yeah. So you're good at knowing where all the players are mm-hmm. and where the ball is all in your head. Yes. Well, like, well, I have to, like, I usually, like, step a lot back and, like, mm-hmm. I'm really a mm-hmm. lot further behind and I'm, I'm deep from wherever, like, they may be. They might be, like, up 10 yards than I am and I'm back, like, looking at the whole field so I can see the other team, too, along with mm-hmm. my team and see, like, from sideline to sideline who's aware in that. So. Yeah, making sure none of us get tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we don't play peewee soccer and that we're nice yeah. and spread out. Yeah. That's, yep. <laughs> that's funny. So I always like to ask about nutrition. So do you guys pay attention to nutrition? <laughs> Sounds like maybe no. <laughs> but Jeff likes to tell us to eat healthy, and um, I'm not sure if many of us follow it, but... <laughs> I know I got like bruised really badly and they're like, are you eating bananas? I was like, huh? Are you eating potatoes? I said, um, what kind of potatoes? I was like, does fries count? They're like, oh my gosh. And so like, I guess nutrition isn't like a big hard thing on us, but like, it's good if we do start eating healthy and so we don't like have a set plan or anything. Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, he makes sure he does really um, grind us on staying hydrated. Like that mm-hmm. is something that he will actually send us like a group message and say, <laughs> make sure you guys are hydrated. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> bad things are going to happen. And it's happened like I think every game he met the day before he will message us like and even days prior to games and practices, he will like continuously remind us that hydrating is important for <laughs> The nutrition aspect, we kind of learn at some point that you need to start taking care of your body, whether mm-hmm. it being eating more food, um, eating better food, um, eating less food. I don't know. You're going to figure that out once you start throwing up practices and, and games mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's kind of like a, um, well, if you don't listen to, to what we have to tell you, you're going to figure it out one day. Yeah. And 
We learned that the hard way. Me and uh, many other teammates decided to go to Chipotle before practice. And we're just like, oh, well, that's not going to go well. And it really didn't because after practice, I really had to use the bathroom. So I was like dying. I was like, I'm not I'm not going to be I'm not going to do it in the middle. I'm not going to do it in the middle. But so uh, note to self, do not go to Chipotle before practice. Yeah. See, I told you it's like you learn. It's a learning experience. Well, I want to thank you, but is there anything before we wrap up that I didn't get to? Oh, I will say that um, one of our our mottos through every practice, every game, Coach Trapp likes to say, classy, not trashy. <laughs> it's her favorite, favorite thing to say. And um, we like to implement that on field, off field, when we're not playing, when we're not doing things rugby involved. And it literally, it's playing out there like classy, not trashy. It's don't do things that are dumb. Don't do things that are stupid. Present yourself as if you're always um, aiming for maybe not professionalism, but like something Mm -hmm. sort of like that. You're always presenting your best self. I think that having Mm -hmm. good character on our team, like Lele has previously talked about, it's like we want to be the best people that we want other people to look at us and like acknowledge how um, I don't know, well represented we are, how diverse we are, how like we we follow the rules. We don't break the rules. We like to make sure what how we play is safe. We like to make sure anybody that we're playing against is also kind of reiterating on being safe. You know, like we want to give what we can give and hopefully receive benefits by doing that. Yeah. And I'd like to say along with that, along with being diverse and everything mm-hmm. that Uh, We also have another saying on the team is one team, one family. Oh, yeah. Meaning, like, all of us are one and all of us are, although we are a team, at the same time we are family and we are friends and that a lot of us do are, are, like, really good friends outside of rugby, Mm -hmm. like, like we meet in study sessions and we all have a group chat and say like oh who's going to Dunkin' or who's going to chick-fil-a so it's like a really good way to show that like yeah maybe we play together but at the same time we can just like sit and have a regular conversation not about Mm -hmm. rugby just about like our lives and just about being a being a family really and just like that's a good support system to have through college and like through YSU and so like Mm -hmm. I'm just really thankful that uh, I'm able to be a part of that here Mm -hmm. especially so that's all I have to say. Yeah, we didn't talk <coughs> at all about diversity and inclusion, and yeah. rugby seems particularly good at that. Oh, yeah, it really it is. Definitely it, is it def- for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because like she said, <laughs> like, like she said, we have like so many different sizes. Like people might be intimidated. We have like a girl that's like four nine or like yeah, barely yeah. She's pushing like five barely foot, five foot, and but she is a she's a fireball. She is a fireball. She is a she's a beast and like she's super fast and you might be like scared to to tackle her but she's a hard one to take down at the same time or like we have another girl that's like really tall and really big and like couple we have like two or three yeah Yeah. so and they're all shout out to them yes shout out to them or playmakers yeah Yeah. for sure (laughs) sure. and so um that's like another thing like you don't have to be like she was saying earlier you don't have to be a specific body type or Mm -hmm. specific anything you just come as you are and will use your skills to your yeah advantage and yeah actually after one of our first games one of the girls had said oh my gosh thank you for being part of our team she like spoke out she's like wow it's like it's been really great to like have all of our new people playing with all of our old people old people (laughs) (laughs) or like grandmas playing but she had said it in such a way that everybody that is playing their position is bringing something unique and Mm -hmm. something that we need that maybe somebody else on the team doesn't necessarily have or utilize as well as they should be and it's like we all are benefiting each other by working on those things like individually we have like all walks of everything on our team and yeah. like in, in not even just on our team but in in rugby in general even the lgbt community <laughs> on our team just to put that out there <laughs> we're honestly just like a big family like yes yeah. like seeing the girls like we have snapchat group chat together and like if we see another girl we'll like videotape yeah, them or like come do, up like, to them snipe, or, like sniping snapchats we're like we zoom in <laughs> so as far as we can like, if we see them walking thing, around yeah. and it's re- it's just really fun because we all like to laugh and joke around and mm-hmm. um we aren't 
we aren't judgy no one on our team is judgy no one on our team is, has a click everybody like is friends with each other and like you can even tell that like at first i was like oh this person doesn't hang out with me as much as they hang out with that doesn't even matter like we're all mm-hmm. so i don't even know it's just like such a great bond yeah i'm so excited because like um having such a small team from last year to having like this this many people on your team and have having friends and I don't know. It it really is like one team, one family. Yeah. Like quite literally. Very yeah. much. And like another thing is like it doesn't even matter that like if I've played longer than Han or like somebody else that's also like brand new to the sport that has never even played, like they're all treated the same and they're all treated on the same level and like mm-hmm. Um, one of the other girls on the team who's like our vice captain and she's never played rugby before and never like even touched a rugby ball before and like she's just really good and she's a beast too and she just like stepped out on the field and like we told her the basics and she just like learned it and loved it and she's still playing and she still really likes it and so that's like same with many of the other girls that are just like a walk-on and just like didn't expect to keep on coming back but Mm -hmm. they are and it's just like a really good environment and like they're still like family to us too even though they just like came on the field that it's just like all the same mm-hmm. i love hearing that you know I, i'm a big believer of it starts from the top so jeff mm-hmm. must be a really great coach. oh my gosh jeff he <laughs> yes. is probably yeah we are so 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 lucky to have jeff um wow he's all types of wonderful and yeah for sure he hooked us up with a lot of like good things coming into this year i think mm-hmm. like he really he last year was like our stepping stone to like our real start to this year and you can really you can even see like the difference in like last year to this year everything goes so much smoother than it did last year everything is kind of like falling into place perfectly like the puzzle has been complete like we're here Mm -hmm. we're ready and jeff did that for us and we're really thankful for him you've had coaches in high school so how does jeff differ and like what do you think that he's doing that that is so successful um, for me and my coach in high school, it was only like a volunteer and he was like a coach. Um, he was like a dad uh, for one of the girls. So he didn't like, he didn't play rugby himself. So, which was like many of the other coaches out there, they didn't really play, but they knew like the daughter who played and they had like somebody else that they knew. So they knew of the sport, but they hadn't like had their own experience. And I think that's really great that like Jeff has his own experience and that he's been in so many other tournaments that he can spend his knowledge and like same with trap too like um that she has been playing for years has she been playing oh yeah yeah she's been playing she's she's been playing in like different countries too and she helps bring her knowledge out and like her rugby experiences and i think that's like the biggest difference is that like their experiences help us grow and help Mm -hmm. us know like oh don't do that because like he's been through that like he said one time about playing positions, how he wanted to be a forward, but then they ended up making him a back. And then he didn't realize how much like being a back was so much more fun than being a forward. <laughs> and he didn't know that until like his coach put him there. And so like, just like trust his opinion and trust what mm-hmm. he has to say for us. Uh, same goes for Trap too. Yeah. So we have a girl who is a forward. She is a prop, I think. She has played high school rugby. She played through high school. She did not score in high school, and in her second game of playing for our team, she had scored, and our coach was so tremendously <laughs> happy about that, Coach Trapp, because in high school, you they only go to, a, like, a certain level. Like, they can only give you so, so much, like, so much, and because of how experienced both of our coaches are, they're taking us further, mm-hmm. and, like, it was just amazing to see because, again, she had never ever ever scored not once and like in her second game she had scored and it's quite literally like amazing that that happened because of how good our coaching staff is i can agree Mm -hmm. cool well thank you both (laughs) Anna and lele for being here i really appreciate you guys taking the time i know you guys are busy so thanks very much yeah thank Thank you for having us us. yes Yes. it's a wonderful opportunity oh yeah for sure Thanks again to this week's two super guests, Hannah Hall and Lele Amituanahi. Thanks to you for listening. Hear Her Sports was started to increase media coverage of female athletes and women in sport. 44% of athletes are women, and only 4% of sports media coverage is about women. That's not a number, it's a rounding error. 
Tell your friends about the podcast and about fantastic, strong women speaking up and doing amazing things. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or any podcast player. Subscribe to the Hear Her Sports newsletter or donate on hearhersports.com and encourage others to do the same. As women, we're all going to benefit from spreading the word and speaking up. Women in general, you, me, and my inspiring guests. A big thank you to sponsors Agnes, the band Goldmines, the blog She Rides a Bike, and Leap Strategies for super support and partnership. I'll be back in two weeks. Bye-bye. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.